All right, and we're live. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the So Lux Live podcast. As you can see, I have some special guests with me here today. I'm so excited. They go, they both go by Coco, but we have Courtney and Cariz. So I'm going to give you guys a couple of moments to tune in. Make sure you like, share, and comment, and let's go. Welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. We're here. Super excited. Um, you know, it's beginning of December. A lot going on. We're slowly getting into the month of love. February is coming up soon. So we thought that we would share some relationship horror stories just so you kind of know what to look out for. Some red, flag, some red flags <laughs> um, when you're dating because there are so many, so many to name. Um, and I'm personally single. I'll let them introduce themselves. Um, starting with Courtney here. Just tell us a little bit about you. you know, I've seen you before, but we'll share it. Um, I was last in October. I am single. Very happy with that. <laughs> um, I'm in the D.C. area. And before COVID, I love to travel. I love to be at sporting events. Pretty much my year has been pretty dwindled down. I've done a lot of reading. I just started my master's program, which is super exciting. Um, but yeah, that's all about me. So I guess it's my turn. <laughs> all right. So I'm Chris. Most people, most of you probably know me. Um, I am an educator and a photographer. And that's about it. So are you single, dating, married, looking? Um, Same, this. <laughs> same. I think we're all in the same boat. Cool. So, y'all, as you can see, we're all single. So, look, disclaimer. Take this advice at your own caution. We're not telling you how to get a husband. No. <laughs> we're going to tell you our um, experiences here that we've had. So, definitely tune in. So, um, you know, we're not on here to bash men, but these are just, like, real-life stories of things that have happened. And hopefully you guys can, you know, kind of learn from the future. Um. So starting off, I wanted to bring Courtney on. Um, Y'all might remember her. She was on my domestic violence series. She had a really great story there. And so after that, you know, she's gone back into the whole dating and relationship scene. So, <laughs> so we'll just get right into it, Courtney. Kind of tell us your story of kind of how you ended up single like you are now. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, first, 
I had to go back as an adult and learn how to love myself, right? Like I can't have somebody in my life trying to make me a better person, have me make them a better person if I don't know who I truly am. Um, so I spent the last two years being single, learning who I am, what type of woman I wanna be, what relationships I wanna have with my friends, my family, and reevaluated all of those relationships first um, before I even would look at a guy. Um, so just within this year alone, um, I started dating. It's terrifying and so scary, <laughs> but I'm ready for it. Um, I think I missed a lot in the last two years. There's a lot of things I did not know that were going on with, um, online dating or the blind dates. So I feel like I'm still kind of like trying to figure it out. Um, but it's been pretty funny. It's been a fun ride so far. Did you go on any blind dates? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, they were terrifying. Oh, <laughs> like I mean, they, I mean, they they ended up great, but like I'm a very nervous person. I don't act like it, but like in the moment, I was like, oh dear Jesus, like <laughs> please don't be weird. Like I don't want to like choke on my food or spit out my drink. Like you, those things make me so nervous. Like blind days are scary. So you didn't have like any pit. You didn't know anything at all about the person you were. So I would say so one of them was completely blind where a friend set me up. The other ones were online. So like, I feel like that's almost the same thing because these days some of these people show up and they don't look anything like that. For catfishing out here. So, um, but in those ones I think are almost worse because through a little bit of communication or dialogue, you start to get a picture of someone and then you meet them in person. You hope that they meet your expectations, but they don't. Wow. Yeah. That's what I thought about this online dating. <laughs> Scam. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've never really done the online dating thing because, you know, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just a little scared of who I might meet out there. So, like, your experiences with dating a guy online. So, like, from the first initial contact where like he's flitting your inbox or, or the way around, how long did it take from that initial conversation for you to be comfortable enough to actually meet them at a location? And um, so the last guy, which I hit you up about, um, it took about two weeks of like communication, just us chatting on the app. Um, didn't give him my number. He asked for it. I didn't give it to him. So I was like, might be crazy. Um, but I feel like, within two weeks time, I could figure out like, okay, this guy's actually looking for a relationship or he seems like an actual like nice guy. He's not just faking it, you know, or whatever. Um, I still wasn't gonna go on the date. He asked me and I said, yes, but I had no intention of going. I was like, yeah, probably not gonna go. Um, but he hit me up the same day and was like, hey, I can't wait to see you later. And I was like, okay, so I went. Um, and it was fine. Like our conversation was fine. Dialogue was great. It was the same as if we were chatting in the app. Wow, so where did y'all end up going? Was it like dinner or drinks or coffee? Yeah, we went to dinner. Um, there's a place up here called Old Town Alexandria, which is super nice. It's on the water. There's a bunch of restaurants, um, shops. So there's a lot to do. Um, and it's super laid back. So I feel like the pressure wasn't really on, you know, like a fine dining experience or something like that. Um, so it was a lot of fun. We ate dinner, we walked around and it was it was super chill. Oh wow! So after after that first date, what kind of happened after that? Y'all continued to talk every day. Were y'all talking like daily, or was it kind of like? Yeah, not at first. I always ignore people and see if they're gonna pursue me. Like you know, 
not, I don't like plain conversation. Um, so he made a point of making sure to like communicate with me, which I like. Um, he kissed me on the first date, which was not what I was expecting. I was kind of like, what's going on here? Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. hold on. I was like, relax. Calm down. Um, and then he, you know, he's like, hey, let me know when you get home. Like, just to make sure you're home safe. And I was like, okay. So I texted him and I was like, hey, I'm home. Thanks for, you know, dinner. It was fun, whatever. He's like, yeah, I would love to see you again. And I was like, sure, I'm open to it. He's like, I'm free tomorrow. And I was like, wow. I was like, calm down. I was like, holy cow, like, what is this? That doesn't happen to me. So I was like, are you crazy or do you really like me? Like, I was like, I didn't give my best game on that date. So I was like, it's not like he was like going crazy over me. I didn't give him the best cocoa. <laughs> so, so how long had you all dated before you found out that he just wasn't <laughs> We had a little bit over a month. Um, we had we had already had the conversation of like what this was turning into, expectations, all of that, um, which was something I was very happy about. I don't I don't like to rush into anything at all, but I think it's nice at the age that I'm at now. I'm 28. This guy was 34. That there should be some sort of intent, and there should be communication around that not looking for a ring, not looking for a marriage license, right? But we should both be on the same page about what we're looking for in a certain time span. And I think sometimes like it might be uncomfortable for a girl to initiate that conversation. I brought it up once and every other time he initiated it, which I thought was great because it didn't make me think that he was a player or that he was, you know, looking for something else, acting like he wanted a relationship when he really did it. So were y'all in a relationship? Y'all were just no, no, just dating. We okay. were not exclusive. Thankfully, <laughs> Courtney, it sounds like you have a story to tell. Oh goodness gracious, it's a good one. He's <laughs> on here. Hey, Jason. <laughs> Is that his name, Jason? Yeah, that's his name. Hey, Jason. And I call this girl Lizzie Bear. So what's up, Lizzie? <laughs> So that's hilarious. Okay, so y'all are dating like a month. So mm -hmm. just go ahead and tell the audience like what did you end up finding out? All right. So Jason and I were seeing each other for a little bit over a month. We were going out like two or three times a week, which was like really frequent for me, especially for two people on top of their work schedules. Um, I'm in the middle of my Q4 in retail, which is really like fast paced. And then obviously with COVID, it's a little bit different. So. It, it was different for me to have somebody prioritizing dating on top of crazy work schedules. I really enjoyed it. Um, super nice, like going out to $100, $150 dinners, like three times a week. I was like, oh my God, this guy really likes me, right? Get my doggy bag, going home. Um, we were hanging out. I've been to his place. He's been mine. Like, And then um, he had to go to Arizona for Thanksgiving to see his family. Um, so he had said that he was going to fly out of New Jersey, which is where he's originally from. He had just moved to the area at the beginning of the year. Um, and so I thought it was weird that he was flying out of Jersey, but he was like, oh, I want to talk to my friends, see my friends before I go see my family. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm that type of girl that don't go looking for something because whatever's going to happen is going to happen. If you try and find it, it's going to blow up in your face. Just It's going to happen when it's, when it's time. So he goes to Arizona. And meanwhile, this whole month 
we're FaceTiming, we're on the phone, we're going out, like we're at the gym together. Like we're very much like hand in hand all the time. Um, I guess maybe so the Saturday before he came home, he had uploaded pictures to his Instagram. Now we weren't Instagram friends, but on the dating app that we were on, which was Hinge, you can connect your Instagram to that app. And so I was looking and another guy had written me. So I was like, well, let me see what he's about. Um, and then I saw Jason had changed one of his pictures. And so I go look at it and I was like, well, that's the girl that looks like his ex. And I was like, why would she be in Arizona? And I was like, well, maybe she's a family friend, like, you know, coming up with everything in my head. And I was like, no girl, the game got played, you know, like <laughs> this is not what you thought it was. Um, so I'm not gonna lie, like my heart kind of sank because again, we had had those conversations about what was coming next. And so I was really looking forward to that because he was very respectful as well as the situation. Um, we had a lot of things in common and I had fun with him. Um, I was very relaxed with him. There was no pressure for anything more serious. And I like that, I like being comfortable. Um, so that kind of sucked. I didn't know if I was going to say something or if I actually got home. I didn't know if I need to go fishing around for more facts. So I kind of just left it as it was. I texted one of my girlfriends and I was like, I think I just saw Jason with another girl. Not sure how to handle this. Left it alone. I woke up the next morning and Jason had texted me saying how much he missed me and didn't wait to see me in a couple of days. And I was just like, huh, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. And so um, I didn't even text him. I just made it seem like I was at work all day, like just sitting in my bed eating ice cream. And <laughs> late night, Sunday night, he was texting me as he was on his way to the airport. He's like, hey, I'm getting to the airport. I can't believe the final countdown is here. I can't wait to see you. It's been a week and a week is too long to be away from you. I miss you, I can't wait to hold you. Like just throwing it all on. And any other day I would've been like, okay. But obviously today I'm like, is this dude kidding me? Because your girlfriend's like right next to you. <laughs> like she's right next to you. You guys flew out together. Like, how are you, how are you doing this? Like right in front of her. It was just, it was crazy to me. So he just kept texting me about how much he wait to see me. And I was like, aw, like have a good flight. And then he's like, hey babe, like the flight's about to take off. So I'm about to turn off my phone soon. I just wanted to tell you like, in 10 short hours, I can't wait to see you and hold you and take you to dinner and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, me too. Also, I know that you're not single, so don't you dare hit me up when you get off that plane. Um, and he never answered. So I was like. Oh, you told him that? You yes. broke it? Oh, yeah. That so I, I couldn't hold it in anymore. Like, honestly, him texting me all those messages and I'm like, she's sitting right next to you. Like, it just burned me up. And I was like. I, like you're gross, you're gross. You know? And one of my girls was like, oh, you know, maybe you gone out to dinner the next day and then called them out in person. And then she was like, you probably wouldn't have been able to keep your hands to yourself. And I was like, probably. would have been thrown. I'm like, I don't know, I might have thrown some mop sticks, like just like, oh, just gross behavior. It just grossed me out. Um, so I wasn't gonna say anything to the girlfriend because I feel like those situations always get really sticky. Um, but then the next day I was like, she has a right to know because clearly he, he thought that he was just slick Rick. Um, so of course, in a little FBI, CIA type stuff, I found her Instagram in like an hour and I hit her up. I was like, hey girl, like 
we don't know each other. Not trying to start drama with you. However, I think you're dating Jason. And so am I. What's up? You know, just wanted you to know I found out the other day, cut off contact, told him I didn't want to see him anymore. However, I'm pretty sure you don't know. And I wanted to make sure that you knew about it. Do whatever you want with this information. I'm just coming to you as, as a woman. You know, and she wrote me back instantly. It was so weird. She was like, thank you so much for telling me. Blah, 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 blah. Where did you guys meet? And then she was like, are you the girl that FaceTimes him? And I was like, yeah. Are you there when that happens? Like, <laughs> I, was like I was like, yeah, that's me. And she goes, he told me that was a coworker. And I was like, I know that conversation didn't sound like I was a coworker. So, you know, and I didn't write that to her, but I'm like, how are you making, that doesn't make any sense. And so she was like, well, we've been dating for two years. And I was like, I assumed y'all just got back together. He told me he dumped you back in February before he moved here. She was like, we moved here together. And I was like, from Jersey? She goes, yeah, we live together. And I said, no, you don't. And she said, yes, we do. And so I sent her his address. And I was like, is that your address? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, I've been there. She's like, you've been in my house? I was like, your house? And she, yes. I was like, I've been there many times, like for a whole weekend. I was there. And she was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I was like, where have you been? Like, <laughs> like, how am I, like, do you know what I mean? For like a three-day period and you're not home, like, you know. So she asked me for the dates. And so I sent her that. She's like, that was the weekend that we were both supposed to go home to Jersey to see my family. I went by myself. And I was like, well, look, I was like, <laughs> I don't need to know the rest of it. I'm, you know, I'm trying to let you know what's going on. She asked to see all the messages. So I sent her every single screenshot of every message, every picture. I deleted his name out of the text so that, or out of the contact so that she can remember. remember. I was like, 908, honey, that is him. Like, I'm not I sent her every single message that we had, like, in exchange while he was in Arizona with her. She, like, blew up. She was like, how is he texting you that from the airplane? I'm sitting right next to him. And I said, look, Lizzie, I don't know. I'm just as confident as you. I was like, he is super confident in this. Asking me what we're going to do for Christmas Eve and all that. Like, it's crazy. Like, how long did you think it was going to go on, dude? Like, crazy. So she just kept spewing and spewing. Like, she was sad. Like, I could tell she was a little upset. And all I kept saying is, I'm really sorry that this happened. But again, like, I knew nothing about it. That's not the person that I am. I wouldn't have engaged in this relationship or dating stage had I known. And she ended it with, you need to stay away from my man. I said, well, your man needs to get out of my inbox because I was like, I didn't do this. <laughs> I'm not pursuing him. I was like, I think y'all should have a different type of conversation. She's like, we're discussing marriage. And I was like, maybe a pre-marriage counselor. But like, <laughs> no, I would reconsider the ring because <laughs> I was like, this is, it's a dangerous little mix up. But I got the impression that that's not the first time, like the way she handled it, she like immediately asked for messages, like, you know, I, and that's your business. You know, I don't want him, <laughs> like, keep, keep your dude. But it was just so crazy how the whole thing played out because I'm the, I'm the girl that can pick up on stuff like that. And I didn't see it once. Like I would never, if I was her, I think I would have figured it out before like the other girl would have. I don't know how you live in the same house as somebody and not know where they are. Like he's coming home at midnight every night. Like our dates didn't end until like 11 or midnight. Like how, like 
How are you getting home that night and explaining that three to four times a week? Just crazy. Yeah, definitely. And like the whole FaceTiming you while she's at the house, like he is with A coworker. I was like, were you even listening to that conversation? Like we were planning our dates. We like, that was not work. <laughs> wow. It was not work. So have you spoken with him? No, I haven't. Um, I'm honestly like I wanted to not because I need an explanation because at the end of the day once you do me dirty you do me dirty um, But I was genuinely sad because like he Granted he could be a complete liar, right? He lied about this whole thing. So maybe whoever he presented himself as isn't true But I really connected with that person. So I think Having that conversation and being like like why why wouldn't you just dump her and then date me like, you know Or why wouldn't you at least hit me with? By the way, I'm seeing someone trying to end it, but I really want to get to know you. Then I could at least have had the ball in my court. I wouldn't have dated him, but we definitely could have started out trying to be friends or at least getting to know each other. That's different than letting you take me out or enter some sort of like romantic relationship. I would have had the choice if I wanted to get involved in something messy. And you'd, you know, he deprived me of that by trying to be slick. Um, I'm pretty sure that he's going to hit me up soon. Like. And not being cocky or anything like that. I just, I feel like dirty dudes do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so sorry. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> you know, Lizzie's crazy. I already know Lizzie's crazy. Wow. And, you know, that doesn't surprise me at all. Because I've seen married men be right at home with their wives and texting yeah. other females. Like, is nothing. So... Definitely. And, and and you say, you know, you usually pick up on things like that, but this one kind of caught you totally left field. Um, yeah. So like when y'all were out, was his phone not like ringing a lot? There was nobody checking? No. Um, I mean, he had, so the other thing was he had two phones. One was his work phone um, because oh, he was a manager for different sites. So, <laughs> but, well, it actually was. That <laughs> It was actually a work phone, but that was actually one of the things I really liked about him was that I never once had to ask for his attention or feel as though he wasn't paying attention because he was checking an app or he was texting someone back. You know what I mean? Like we were both very absent from our phones. And now looking back for me, it was trying to get to know that person, but I don't know if for him it was the same or if it was, let me make sure that she doesn't see her number or her face pop up on my phone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but for like the weekend that we were that we spent together at his, like at his place, his phone was out the whole time. If he wasn't trying to hide it, messages open, nothing. Like, which is why I like you, I feel like you notice those things and you're looking for those things. There and there was no sign of a woman living in that house whatsoever. Which is also something like I might be creepy and crazy. People watching this, I'm sorry. But if I go to use your restroom, I'm gonna look in the towel. Is there a pink razor? Is there a pink Luca? Is the Aussie hair spray underneath the sink? Like that lets me know, like if you know a girl is there, she if she lives there. Like there were no girly pictures, there, nothing. Like and she asked me that. She was like, "You didn't see anything around the house that like my slippers did it." I was like, "You cleaned you out, girl." I was like, "I don't know where it went, but it was not anywhere in that house." He packed it up and put it in the garage for that weekend. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Wow. And you would think him being 34, you would think like the older they get, 
the less problems we will deal with. But Carice, you're 33. So like, have you had any experiences with like older guys giving you problems or things like that? Of course, but we're not going to discuss that today. <laughs> but Courtney, I will tell you. <laughs> an older, somebody told me this right here. They gave me this piece of advice. So when you... I'm about to start doing this. So they said, when you dated somebody, you have to ask these questions right before you get involved. Are you married? Uh, But here's the next one, though. Are you married? Is there somebody? And they say, no. Okay, is there somebody that's married to you? Are you dating someone? Is there somebody that's dating you? Is there somebody that thinks they're married to you? Is there somebody that thinks they're your girlfriend? I mean, it's crazy that you have to ask those questions, but it's a lot of sneaky stuff going on out here. That is my new thing. Like I, and I told um, Chris this just a couple days ago, I hadn't deleted the app yet and someone had matched with me on it. And some other guy was like, Hey, you know, we had a great conversation. Just want you to know, like, I do have a girlfriend, but I'm trying to end things with her soon. And I was like, I'm getting off this app, but it is going to be a question that I ask people from now on. Like, you may not think that you're dating someone, somebody else thinks that they're dating you because clearly that that is that is the next set of questions that is on my new questionnaire right like is someone in a relationship with you and you might not be in one with them yeah. right like sleeping with you <laughs> you know like <laughs> what as is crazy it? as that is like you have to ask those crazy questions because insane. you're dealing with crazy people that but is- you know what at least you found out like yeah, I I'm happy will always come out. Yes, and that's what like because one there was one weekend where I went, I was gonna go looking, and I was like, you know what, if something happens, it was the one thing that he said that just kind of tripped me up, mm-hmm. and I was like, just let it play out, and it did, you know, and yeah. I'm well, it wasn't six months down the line or you know whatever it is where I'm actually truly invested because that would obviously hurt a lot more and be a lot harder. You know what? One thing I've I've found out is that you never have to go looking for anything. Like you just sit back, it always comes out. Yes. (laughs) It literally just popped out in front of me and I was like, huh. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus, for showing me that side. Like most definitely, you definitely don't have to go looking. And I'm guilty in the past for going to go look for stuff because and that's like one red flag I should have you know, just stopped it right there. Cause if I go look for something, I already don't trust you, but I'm just looking yeah. for information just so I could have something to say. Like, Hey, somebody told me this. No, nobody told me. Like I saw it in your phone. It was nothing. <laughs> anybody came and saw me, but like, if I do that and then you still proceed to lie, that's when like it, it turns into a whole, like you said, your friend said you wouldn't have been able to, Tell him face-to-face, because like, I know my anger. I know my temper. So <laughs> Me and Juicy Jason would have thrown hands, because, I like, that's crazy. Like, if I sat down in front of him and he lied to my face, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, last person that lied to me ended up going to jail. So it can definitely be that. where he belongs. <laughs> People really do do the most. And it, it just surprises me the things that people feel like they can just lie about and expect yeah. to be okay with it. Um, 
because I did, I read a post and I wanted to ask you, you ladies opinion on it. They say that women put up with way more things than what males will put up with in relationships. Like if a guy has like one red flag, he's like going to cut you off if he feels like you're talking to another guy. Whereas a female will, you know, play it all, put you to the side, act like it's not what it is. So do you guys think women um, give men more leeway? I do. I think that we get invested way before guys do, which is why it's so easy for them to be like, oh, never mind. Never mind. He may cut a girl off, but was he really thinking about making her like a part of his life and starting a relationship with her? Or was she just someone in the moment? You know what I mean? I think we get invested so easily because of that idea we have in our heads. Or, you know, you start seeing one or two that you really like and you kind of just let the, the story unfold right in front of your eyes. And you don't want that story to go away. Or you don't want to, have to go back to square one with someone else. Most definitely. What about you, Chris? <laughs> you know, I, I feel like at the age that I am now, I'm, I can cut you off just like that. Like, I think I have taught myself not to get emotionally connected like that. Just because you... You never know what a person can do. And I know that that might sound a little crazy, but, you know, I'm just going to stop it there. I just, I have been, I've taught myself to just cut it off. I think when you've yeah. dealt crazy situations, it's a lot easier, right? Mm -hmm. Like one friend told me, I told her, you know, hey, I'm not seeing this guy anymore. And this was years ago. And she was like, God, Courtney you know, we thought you had walls up before, it's going to be boulders now, you know, and I'm one of those people where it's very hard for you, even on a friend level to like, work your way in with me, because I'm naturally like, yeah, to make sure that I don't get hurt. Yeah. Most definitely. I'm the same way too now, like, especially like after going through like a whole marriage and divorce and that whole spiel and then like a bad relationship after that. It's just kind of like, I feel like I'm kind of numb to relationships. Like when guys try to talk to me now, it's just kind of like, oh, like I'll text you back and I'm trying to conversation. But it's like, it's very hard to make myself like really like somebody. And, yeah. And I think But y'all know what? On a positive note, I'm going to say this right here. The right person that the Lord will send you will change all of that. Right. <laughs> We're going to see, though. You know, I really believe that, but we're going we're gonna to wait and see. Someone told me that the other day, like, that person is looking for you and is praying for you, and that's the only thing that gives me hope. I've got a lot to pray for because I've been through it. Yeah. <laughs> praying. Like, for real, I promise I'm the same way. Because this is, like, after you've gone through so much, like, BS, you're just at the point where you're like, you know, it is what it is. If it works out, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And that's just that. Um, and I think the other thing is like what, what I had said, like falling back in love with myself and knowing what I'm like, what my worth is. You, you're willing to not put up with other things. So if you right. someone that you incorrect or they come at you correctly and then later down the line, you see something else like, for instance, with Jason, even if he came with an apology or was like, I dumped her and I want to be with you that's really not an option anymore, right? Because of right. how you came, right? It's never, that's not gonna change. Right. And because I have that worth for myself and that respect for myself, I'm not going to allow that potential mess to come back into my life. I agree, cut it off.
Most definitely. And I think that's a big part of it, like learning to love yourself. Because a lot of women feel like they have to they have to have a man. Like I've had friends, they couldn't sleep at night if they didn't have a guy that they were like talking to or doing whatever with. But you definitely have to learn to kind of love yourself and put yourself first. Um, because if you don't love yourself, the next person won't know how to love you or yeah. you know, you'll end up putting up with anything. Um, so I asked this question on my Instagram. I have some people here that have answered. Um, hmm. It says black women are taught how to live without a man rather than keep one. Um, what are y'all thoughts on this? And the poll... It's a hundred percent true from what everybody has voted so far. <laughs> oh man, Corey, so you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> Read that one more time so I can get my give me a good understanding. <laughs> the question is: Black women are taught how to live without a man rather than taught how to keep one. Hey, we got to be independent. Mm. I mean, I. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say true for myself. I'm gonna say true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I can't look though, but I can't say somebody taught me like I can't say I haven't been taught to keep was it keep a man? Yeah, how to um, live without one rather than how to keep one. <laughs> it's just funny to even hear it. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, okay, so let's discuss this. Like, I, I can't, no one has taught me. I mean, I've been taught to get a job, work, keep the job, pay the bills, take care of myself. <laughs> I was talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe mean because you know, like a lot of black women, they say we're not very submissive mm-hmm. when it comes to relationship, especially when we have our own. Like I got my own house, my own job, my own car. Like, what do I really need you for? So, like, if something pops off or they do something we don't agree with, we're not quick to actually like fight for the relationship. We're like, okay, well, you can go. Like, yeah. <laughs> And I think that happens too um, if you have had a lot of bad experiences with relationships. You probably just get to that point where it's like it is what it is. Like if you can't come correct, then I don't need you. Yeah. I think I was taught to depend on myself before I depend on another person. Yes. And so like, it's always been presented to me that that person that I pick as a partner should be an addition to myself and not a burden to me. Um, And so it's always been, I guess, taught or described as a gift or a treasure rather than like a role or baggage (laughs) that that person could technically be. I feel like that's where, you know, guys get it twisted when they see, when they feel like you need them and they feel like you need them around rather than you just want them around. They kind of start acting out because they feel like you're not going to go anywhere. And, you know, I've never wanted to be in that position to where I felt like I just had to be with a man or if I didn't have one, I would be lost. Because I met a lady 
she was married for a long time. They ended up getting a divorce and she's well in her fifties, but she had to kind of start all the way back over. And she really didn't know where to begin because she had been with him since high school. That's all she knew living, being with him, didn't really know how to pay bills on her own. So when he left, he was just like all discombobulated. And of course, you know, she was white and we as black women, like we're always taught, like, get your own, like, don't ever have to depend on the next person. I don't feel like you need a man to do this, this and that, like you're good. So, um, are we going to teach our kids that same mentality? Without a doubt. Yeah. We, I think they have to raise strong kids, right? They have to be able to think for themselves, be able to provide for themselves. And I would use the same mentality or same teachings my parents gave me where that person is an addition and a gift. It's not, you know, don't expect that your degree gets tossed into the corner as soon as you get a ring on your finger and you're at home just making dinner every night. You know, like there is no specific roles here other than how am I going to unconditionally love this person while still loving myself? Uh Most definitely. So even with the bad relationship experiences, what did that taught you guys about, um, I guess like moving forward, um, what really can you look for differently in your next relationship? I know you said like this one, it kind of caught you off guard with the things that he was doing. So kind of what, what red flags should we look for in relationships? And I, I can't answer this one because I, I'm the queen of ignoring red flags when I see them. They're like almost attractive to me. It's so sick. I'm like, bring it on. Um, but I think that your advice, Coco, was like perfect. Like, you know, sometimes... I wouldn't, I would never think to present that or bring that up early because I don't want them to think I'm like some stage five clinger that's like trying to get married tomorrow or something like that, you know, but it's important. I'm at, I'm 28, you know, I'm, not, I'm dating with intent. Right. I'm dating just to have fun or hang out. So I need to know that we're on the same page. We both understand every single definition of single, married, whatever it is right. before we're having a discussion of, so here's where we are moving forward because we skipped that whole conversation and went straight to what the intent was and that that wasn't it. So I think that that's like, that's the biggest takeaway is now that that's going to be something that I'm thinking of going forward is I need to have that conversation to make sure we're starting out on the same page before we end up in two different chapters. I, I agree. I like that. Um, on a spiritual, if we, I'm going I'm to answer that on a spiritual level. And so with me, if you honestly, if you just pray about, if you meet somebody talking to somebody, honestly, if you pray about it and just ask God, if this is the right person, he's going to show you. Like if you are ready to hear from God and um, you, you're open to hearing and listening, he'll answer your, um, your question. He'll answer your question about it. I've never, every time I've asked, he's answered. That's true. That's true. so true. Even with me, like I remember I asked God <laughs> about a specific person. I don't put anybody's name out there. But God literally handed me the evidence right there in my face in the form of a handwritten note that I found from an ex-girlfriend where she was detailing all of like 
like literally y'all y'all like a leah four page letter this letter was six pages long front and back handwritten on college rule paper like, college rules <laughs> oh so literally like built it all out and i found the letter so i was at his house one day like, he wasn't there but I found the letter and literally read it, of course, meaning it. And I wasn't even snooping. It was literally like on the dresser. And I like picked something up. I was like, oh, what's this? And I wasn't going to read it. But like the first thing I saw, <laughs> the first thing I saw when I looked at it, it was something like, I don't know. It was something juicy that just made me like, okay, you have to read this. <laughs> so... But in there, she was like kind of detailing some things that had gone on in the relationship, um, how he put his hands on her and things like that, which should have been the biggest red flag for me, but it wasn't. So it ended up all coming to light. But that just goes to show, like she said, like when you ask God to give you a sign, he will literally give it to you. And yeah, I'm you have to be ready to receive it. That's it. You have to be ready to receive it. Mm hmm. And I definitely wasn't ready. I was still out there trying to play the field and, you know, live life on my own terms. But, you know, God has a way of pulling you back in. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I told you to leave this person alone. <laughs> so definitely, you guys, if you see the red flags, literally like I did, um, just kind of listen to them and go with your first mind. Like, forget, leave your emotions out of it. Um, and which is so hard for some people to do. So, like, um, Carissa, I know you say you don't really put your emotions in things anymore. So, how how do you keep your emotions out of, um, I guess, situations? <laughs> what do they call? <laughs> So just because I keep it in my mind that I know I can't remember the right saying to this where it says if anything can happen, it will. <laughs> so honestly, I it's just an emotional wall, everybody. I'm blocked. I can't be touched. No, I'm just playing, but <laughs> I you just have a part of ice now. <laughs> you feel like have people, <laughs> they have to like earn their way into your life, right? Like they have to add some value to you before you start to let them in, I think. is Am I on the right page? And you know what? It's kind of like what I said. Um, I think when the right person comes along, um, I'll know it. And I won't have like this emotional wall built up you know that's that's what i feel i feel like when god sends the right person my attitude will change <laughs> mine does too because you know i hate to put my wall up for the wrong person <laughs> so nice this definitely one of those things it's kind of scary especially like and they and also i want to get y'all's take on this is they say like you know women we mature faster we kind of know what we want going in so at what age do we feel like guys really know what they want and they're tired means, of like playing the field 70. yeah <laughs> I've dated low. I've dated. I mean, my my ex from my first video series with you, 
was 40 and he still was acting crazy. You know what I mean? Like I've dated all over the spectrum. So I think they all need some maturing. I don't think that there's a specific age. I don't think so either. Cause I, I have friends who are in their forties and they tell me like the guys that are in their forties, they're no better. No. That's what they say. So if anything, I feel like they're almost more open about it because they're lazier. Like they really don't really need to hide it, right? They're just like, here it is. Like, you know, that's how I felt. I was just like, this was all just presented to me. Like, what the heck? A, a whole book for me. Yeah, I don't know. We just have to do better. I'm definitely like taking things slow, moving forward. Um, this is, is another thing I was kind of guilty of in the past. If y'all are watching this, definitely take it slow. Take your time with people when you meet them. Um, because at the end of the day, I did have an old boss to tell us, this older man, he was like, no matter how much you talk to a guy, you date him, you're around him, whatever, you will never truly know a person. You will just know what they show you, what they <laughs> allow you to see. Someone and told me that too. I actually said that to someone the other day. <laughs> you told me <laughs> this is awkward. So they were like, I know you I'm like, no, you know what I let you see. You know, um, I'm a very private person regard like aside from how public I am on my on my social media, that is what I allow you to see. Um, there's a lot to me that people don't know. Uh, and you would never guess until you spent private time with me. Just because you think you're my friend or that you know me very well doesn't mean that you know everything about me, you know. Most definitely. And uh, you guys out there watching, don't let my social media fool you because I will post all type memes. You won't know if I've I'm seen it. single or whatever I got going on. <laughs> like if I find it funny or I relate to it in the past, like I'll post it now. So definitely don't take it personal. <laughs> but, you know, since I'm a wedding photographer, you guys. I have met so many couples who are in love. You know, this is just to lighten this up. Because, you know, we've met some crazy guys. But honestly, like, seeing my couples and being able to photograph them and seeing, like, them in love gives me hope. Seriously. <laughs> For real. Like, me friends where I'm like, I remember when you were 22, like, that guy was so crappy. And now <laughs> you're 27, you're married. And, like, just just to see, like, you don't even have to say words. You know, like, the look that they give each other. I'm just so, I'm thankful and grateful, one, that I get to witness that kind of love, not from someone generationally, you know, that's older. Like, I get to see it in my own age range. Yeah. I'm a friend that found it, you know, because it might be 10 years from now, but there's hope, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you got out of your mess, so <laughs> get out of mine too. We have a comment here. Willie said, "Why is it that we men have to be the immature one?" And you know, that's not all the time. That's just what mm -mm. I've experienced. Now, I'm usually the more mature one in my relationships, and the women that you've come across, they may have been immature. But definitely, give us more insight on that, Willie. If you um. If you've experienced some some immaturity with some females that you've experienced, but that's just me. What about you guys? I was immature for a very long time. I would say until I was like 24, 25 in my relationships. Again, I wasn't dating with intent. It was dating for fun or that's the guy I swiped right on. Um, so, you know, I would almost pick fights or I would do stupid, insecure things on social media out at parties. Like I was not someone worthy enough to, to have the title of girlfriend because I, I didn't mean anything to me. It was just 
you know, a little stamp. Um, so you said his name was Willie. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've been there. I, I was that girl, but I grew out of it. And so now when I come across guys that like that now, it, I'm, I'm, I just know what I want to stay away from one, because I've experienced it. I already know where they're at mentally, you know? Um, so I'm prepared to be with somebody who's mature and intently seeking me out. Hence on intent. So, um, so like speaking of the whole intent thing, because, you know, I'm interested in getting back out there and getting to know who I'm getting to know at, at the present moment. So when do you all have that conversation? Like, is it like on the first day? Or are we what like, okay, what are we doing here? Are we like, what's your plans? What's your goals? Or do we like wait a while? Or you need to ask them before you go on that first day. I, yeah, I think asking like, what's your intentions? I think is the right conversation to have. On um, the last first date that I had, he brought up his previous relationship, which was actually his current relationship. But he he brought that up and all the things that he listed, everything that he did not like about it and what it made him realize what he was looking for in his new potential partner. Um, so, you know, for me, that let me know like, okay, this is what he's looking for. This is what he doesn't like this is what he needs, does that align with what I'm looking for in a partner too? Um, or have I experienced that? You know, that was a good conversation for us to have. I was really glad that he brought it up on the first date because I was kind of uncomfortable to do it. I agree with that. Like, I think if you, if you, friend, for example, you know you want to get married, then whoever, you know, you're, you meet somebody, there needs to be a conversation like, hey, are you interested in getting married? Not to me, but is that like a marriage? <laughs> Today, <laughs> right now. <laughs> like doing? And if they say no, then you you got to leave them alone because y'all not on the same y'all right. not on the same path. But what if they give you that answer like mm, maybe one day on down the line? You tell them mm, maybe one day down the line we'll date. Yeah, so and I think that's when you like. I said I wait for I like to see people pursuing me just as much as I'm pursuing them. So if that person is still coming after you, even after you had that conversation and they're like, hey, you know, maybe we should hang out again or I enjoyed our conversation, would you be down to go out again? I think you should leave that door open and see what happens. And maybe there's another conversation that could flourish out of that. That could open your eyes and make you see like, okay, there's nothing wrong with getting to know each other here. Yeah, definitely. Let me seeking you out. Yeah. <laughs> Willie said, I'm 51, and to be honest, I still have a lot of kid in me, but I think a relationship should be full of fun. I agree. Like, if I don't care what age you are. Like, if we're dating, um, we should definitely be able to have fun together because I feel like I'm, I'm not going to marry and want to date someone that I don't have fun with. He also said, if you don't want the same thing in life, then from my experience, it's more of a lost cause. That's my opinion. B-I-N-G-O. Yeah, I was going to say, um, honesty is what's fun, right? Like, if you're not being honest with each other, and things like that, then it's, it's, it's not, you're not, you're just dating a fake little figment, you know, right here. If you guys are honest and you're both on the same page, I think that's what takes it to the next level of, oh my gosh, I really enjoy my time with this person, you know? Um, like that, the honesty yeah. is, the, is what's fun. That's what's fun. <laughs> don't get me with that, that lie. I don't want to. 
I love that. I'm going to have to post that on my social media. <laughs> love it. Yeah, people will like legit waste your time out here, like just because. So, how long are y'all dating guys? Like, do you give them a time frame on them wanting to take it to the next level, or are we just kind of willing to be girlfriends for five, ten years and just let the man move at his own pace? Again, I throw out that word intent. Like, if we're on the same page of like marriage is on the table, then I don't think that that's a five or 10 year process. I think that you need to sit down, have that conversation and make that commitment to one another, whatever that path looks like. You know, it, I, for me, it needs to be in a shorter period of time, not in a week, not in a month, but maybe a year and a half, two years. I'm at that age now where nothing else is really holding me back. I'm just continuing to build and keep making my brand, you know, and I want to be able to do that with the person I enjoy spending my time with and I want to spend my life with. Oh, I sound like a book. <laughs> <laughs> that was all that was on point. Like to piggyback on what Courtney said, I agree with that. Like, you know, everybody is different. Everybody's relationship is different. But like she said, you have to that's something that you have to talk. I feel like that's something you have to talk about up front. And like five or 10 years, I'm already 33. Like I can't do the 10 year, you know, 10, 20 year thing. But I mean, I would like something sooner too, like Courtney said, you know. Me too, most definitely. And I feel like if we've been going strong for a good year, you should really be by then asking me like, okay, what type of rings do you like? Um, what's your rings? I look. I should be getting some type of hint that you're getting ready to propose or take it to the next level. Because for me, it doesn't take that long. And I just refuse to be with someone two, three, four, five years and my time be wasted. And by then I'm getting older, you know, my eggs are drying up. Like suppose when I have more kids or something like that. So like yeah. nobody has time to waste out here for sure. So yeah, that's something that has to be discussed early on just mm -hmm. to see, you know, make sure both parties are on the same path with it. Mm -hmm. I agree. So we're going to make a commitment here. We're not going to get our time wasted anymore. We're going to pay attention to the red flags. <laughs> we are going to announce our intentions with these men moving forward. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast here with um, Coco and Coco. <laughs> Um, I don't know if they want y'all to follow them on social media or not, but if so, do y'all want to tell them how they can connect with you guys? Yes. Um, I have Instagram. It's say hey court. Um, so follow me, get to know me, talk to me. I loved this podcast. I think this was awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna follow that we have what? another comment here. It says a man should be able to provide some security for you. Amen. Marriage is commitment between you and God, not just man and woman. I agree. It's a three-way commitment. It's like a, um, what they call it? Like a cord that you braid. Like mm -hmm. you need man, woman, but you also need God in it as well. So, At the center. Yes. All the time. I definitely believe in that providing security piece, though. Like, 
I should be able to go anywhere with you and just feel secure. I shouldn't feel like if a fight breaks out, you're going to take off running before I do. Like, I need to know that you're actually there and can provide. Because I have kids. So, like, I feel like I have to date different from you ladies that don't have kids. Because when I date, like, I'm dating for my whole family. <laughs> yeah. I think that there are more questions, right? And more, like, red flags that you're looking for in that situation, mm -hmm. for sure. My I think also, like, we have to kind of make a man feel secure, too, you know? I think oh, in this yeah. age, what did we have? Someone was just talking the other day about OnlyFans. Like, I don't know what all that is, but, you know, I know that there's a lot of girls on there. Like, you can make money or whatever, you know, but just as shady as a dude can be, I, I have a lot of girlfriends that have done a lot of shady things in the past. So I think it's just as important to make sure that your man feels secure in your relationship from your end, too, um, so that he knows, like, that's my girl. She's a ride or die for me. She's there for me, and she's not playing games. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. We're going to have to pick up on a part two on this one because I do want to talk about insecurities in relationships the next go-round for, like, men and women. Because that can go on for a while. So y'all enjoyed Courtney and Coco. Definitely let me know because they will be back. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely check us out. Um, this will be on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, all of your major podcasting streaming services. If you are just tuning in and we're about to log off, definitely catch the replay. Uh, Willie said, maybe I've been looking in the wrong places. I think we all have been looking at it. Don't download Hinge if you're watching this. Don't do it. Just You said don't do what, Courtney? Don't download the Hinge app. Jason <laughs> might be on there. Jason's cousin might be on there. His grandpa might be on there. Just avoid. <laughs> Let's all give the dating apps just a little break. Just a little break. Most definitely. Like, um, I don't know. I'm just kind of scared to do because, like you said, people aren't who they say they are. And people using other people's pictures. You just never know what you're getting. I mean, the people I meet in real time are cuckoo. So, like, no telling what I'll get online. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> ask people, like, ask people, like, hey, do you have a friend? Do you have any single guy friends? <laughs> I have really great guy friends that say he's not it for you. And I'm like, God bless you for telling me ahead of time. Cause I was going to shoot my shot. Like, <laughs> thank you for telling me. Cause I don't know what you have to do. You really, I, my, um, one of my best friends, um, her husband, he'd be on the lookout. He'd be like, Nope, not the right person. Nope. 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 And I'm like, I'm here for it. Like, I'm like, I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> I even asked somebody I work with. I was like, I know you got some single friends. Like, where they at? Put me on one. He was like, mm, none of which I will put you up. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good friend right there. That set you up with the wrong one. And I was like, wow. Like, what is it about me? He was like, I just know you want somebody that's like ready for marriage, just ready to settle down. I was like, yeah, I'm just not at that. I'm too old. I got kids. I can't be out here playing games. Like, if you ain't trying to be stepdaddy, I need you to exit the stage left. So. <laughs> just one of those things. So definitely, you guys, check out the replay. Um, I will upload this on YouTube and you can listen to it on your way to work tomorrow. So it's been great having you guys and thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like, share and comment and subscribe. We'll go back and answer any comments that may come later on. Bye. Bye.